Hello, 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 and welcome to the next episode of Diamonds After Dark, where our conversations are unfiltered, unbiased, and purely untamed. I am joined here tonight by my two lovely co-hosts, Miss Tamla V and Miss PD. How are you ladies doing tonight? Hello, 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 XOXO. I'm good. I'm excited to be here. That is awesome. That's awesome. So, haven't talked to you ladies in a while. We haven't been able to do this in a minute. So, I just wanted to take some time out to see how my two lovely co-hosts have been doing. Aww. What's going on? She misses V. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice to be missed in love. <laughs> it, it, I, I miss you. I miss you guys, and we definitely miss you because we weren't able to have you on the last show. Oh no, I'm so upset about it, but we'll revisit that another time because y'all know I was hyped up, pumped up, and ready to spill it. <laughs> you sure were. You sure were. I, I was so sad. I was like, oh, she was so hyped for the show, too. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh. So yeah, you guys, we are we are around in the corner. I definitely wanted to do this topic last week, but I couldn't do it like that. That last week was my baby's birthday, so I had to celebrate with my little boy. So, happy birthday to him! Yes, yes, he he's big twelve, so he's chomping at the bit to get thirteen, so he can say he's a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> Slow down. I, I got to <laughs> look grown. Grown is forever. I'm trying to tell you, I'm all the way grown. I want to go back a little bit. <laughs> grown is forever. You enjoy this childhood, Daddy, Please, <laughs> wish I could go back. I'm grown yeah. now. <laughs> I, I know, right? I know. Well, you guys, tonight we're going to dive on into the topic because this was a hot, hot subject. And it's still hot, actually. It's still mm-hmm. going on. Um, a few weeks ago, Miss Aisha Curry, who she is the wife, you know, of for, a basketball phenom for the Golden State Warriors, Steph Curry. And her and her family, the, the females were on the Red Table Talk, and Jada Pinkett Smith was just talking to them because basically they're a powerhouse family. Steph's dad was a, a professional basketball player. Steph, of course, is a professional basketball player. Steph's brother, of course, is a professional basketball player. And their sister was a professional volleyball player. And her husband is in the NBA. So they're like a, this whole athletic powerhouse family of just basketball players, volleyball players, everything. And so they were having some some real talk about, you know, their roles and their lives with their spouses, you know, and how that plays a part into them. And so Aisha's comments were that, you know, in comparison to her husband, um, she basically, you know, he gets all of this female attention. She gets zero male attention. And so she kind of, it makes her kind of wonder about herself and her, you know, her self-worth and all of these things. And of course, as we know, social media slammed her for her comments. They slammed her um, basically, you know, as a woman, they slammed her definitely as a wife. Um, they, They completely just tried to dismantle everything she was saying. So... I just, you know, tonight's topic is called Speaking Your Truth. And I just wanted to talk with you ladies and let's dive into it because there's so many different angles and views of this just to kind of see where all of you all stand. So I am going to 
<laughs> defer to Miss Petey first and just see what was your take on her comments. Did you see the Red Table Talk and go or go back and listen to that part? Or, and what were your thoughts on it? But why I gotta be first though? No, <laughs> I did see it. I saw the episode and um, I found it very interesting. Um, I I did understand where she was coming from as a woman. I completely understood. I what I didn't understand is why she got slammed as hard as she did for speaking how she felt. And, you know, it, it goes into a lot of different points regarding life, I feel like. I don't think she was trying to say she wants men, like, coming at her and she needs their attention or anything like that. But what I took away from it is she's putting her whole life into being a wife, her whole life into being a mom, her whole life into being a business, you know, her own separate brand. And that it's a lot when you when you give all of yourself to different things like that sometimes you feel like you need something for you you know mm-hmm. she's feeling like she's not feeling like she has anything for herself and not that getting attention from men is going to do that but i get what she was saying like i want to feel like i have my own identity because people look at me and they see Steph's wife people look at me and they see me as a mother like I want to be seen outside of that as just a woman. And I and I get that because whether you're a celebrity or a stay-at-home mom or a working mom, everyday life, you feel that way. You get so engulfed in everything else around you. You feel a loss of yourself a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I completely okay. understood where she came from with that. Why she got slammed, I don't I don't understand it. Okay. And for me, I'm um to add on to what you were saying, I um saw the comments before I actually saw the red table talk and I was like, Oh Lord, what what did she say? What's going on? And I was like, I can't believe she said it. So what I wanna first and foremost say is that ninety nine and I can almost if I had a million dollars out there, ninety nine percent of the people who were commenting and making memes did not actually watch the red table talk. I'm taking and they just took what she said, they ran with it, and then like, oh, it's to me, especially men, because they always love to come back and say, if a man said this, okay, but back up. Let's back the train up a little bit. I watched the red table talk. When she said it, I had to actually go back, like rewind and kind of catch it in the content. Right. When she said it, it didn't even like flare anything inside of me to say, "Oh, this is offensive." This as a wife, as a mom, right. it's offensive. So I had to really go back, and this is what I found. And I think a lot of people who may have watched it, or especially ones who didn't watch it, they didn't understand. See, we take one little thing somebody says and we apply it as that's what they were talking about. I don't even think that she was per se talking about you know she gets zero attention from men you know in regards to that's what she wanted like you said because that's how people took it like she wanted other people to give her attention aside from her husband that's the point that they were slamming her about like if your husband is telling you he loves you and you look good then why do you want attention from everybody else but if they paid attention to the conversation what she was saying before because you know how conversations go they start off with one thing they veer off somewhere else and what she did was kind of come back to close out an earlier point she was saying and what she was basically saying was it started off because Jada asked her about the disrespect from women mm-hmm. she, about what made her upset and she was went into a soliloquy about how different women have come up and just blatantly disrespected her and how Steph is so nice that he has blinders on. He doesn't see it as that. He sees it as a fan and he gets friendly and he talks because that's his nature. But she's Mm -hmm. his wife and she knows what they're doing because she has the third eye, the bird's eye view to see because they come up and they interrupt their family time. They won't speak to her. They won't acknowledge the kids, but they're in Steph's face. And so they veered off somewhere else and she came back. And that's when she was talking about the attention. And my thought on that was, I think what she in essence was saying, if I had the attention he had, 
then I think he would get where I'm coming from when I get upset so much. When I see so many people just vi- women vying for his attention and disrespecting me. Because she has to deal with the level of disrespect that less per se the average woman doesn't. I mean, we might have to battle a, a, a heifer here or there. I say heifer again because I'm trying. Look, I don't want to curse tonight. But, you know, they, they, what, they have to battle a heifer here or there, you know, that's vying for our man. But he is the top cream of the crop in basketball with power, with influence, with money. So she's battling thousands on thousands on thousands of these hoes that's just coming up here trying to replace her. Whereas you might have a few men here or there who might be sliding her DMs or whatever because the dynamics are different. It's not like a Sierra and, and Russell Wilson. Sierra was a, a, you know, a singer in her own right. She had her own fame. She's got her own flock of followers and people who slide in her DMs left to the right. And then Russell is the same. And so they kind of understand each other's battles with that. But Aisha, she's just the hometown girl. The, you know, the, the she was the person who, she didn't have infamy and fame. She was just Steph's girlfriend turned Steph's wife the mother of his children and so all of this other stuff that she's now branching off people don't know her for that are they really they're gonna always recognize her as Steph's wife first and so with men there's sometimes a level of respect that females don't have a bitch will be in your face high-fiving you and girl you go you know you got it going on and standing in your face with her phone in her husband's DMs trying to get at him Whereas men would be like, that's Steph's girl, I'm slide to the left because I have this level of respect for Steph. So I think in essence, her whole thing that she was coming around to was just that I have to deal with certain things on a different level that he doesn't have to deal with coming from my side. And I think that he doesn't get it because he doesn't understand it from my point of view. That's how I took it. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't necessarily yeah. feel like I mean I hear what you're saying but I don't necessarily feel like she was saying it like if she got that attention he would understand where she was coming from she was she was purely speaking from her heart how she felt about her presence in the world period I don't think it had anything to do with well if I got more male attention Steph would understand I this is now this is my personal opinion I didn't get that vibe from her she was basically saying she feels like she's kind of lost and doesn't have her own identity. That's what I got from. Yeah. Period. And, and, I, and I mean, I got that too. I also, I also got that too. But I'm just saying, based off of what she was saying earlier, it's like it kind of meshed together. Because, like I said, her, her, what she was saying got broken up, and it just felt to me like she was saying not so much that she wanted, because she even said it right after. She said, "I don't want the attention," but I think as well as her not having an identity I think too that with men if we just take you know them two out of it men don't always see things like we see them like he feels like oh they're fans you know people are gonna do that but she's like no they're actually disrespecting me as your wife they're disrespecting me as a woman and you don't really have to deal with that coming from from men towards me I have to deal with it a lot you know, from you, because she went into how she, you know, she didn't feel, like, sexy enough or anything else like that, and so I think it was a combination to me, to me, it was a combination of the both, that's the vibe that I got, what you were saying, and kind of meshing what she said earlier, I kind of got that vibe, like, he don't get it, really, because he don't have to deal with it, you know, so that's where it came from, for me, that's just, you know, my opinion on that, but, but V, what was, what's your take? Well, you lovely ladies have such perfect points. <laughs> Look, I'm going to be honest. I didn't see it immediately. Um, I saw the comments. And then, but even with the little clip that I saw of the comment that she made, to me, it was still taking, it, I mean, that alone for me, as a woman, though, was enough to say, y'all got it wrong. Like, mm-hmm. there's no way in the context that even in that sentence that, as you said, she passed by it so briefly that it was like, okay, I missed it. But to the way that I took it was, and again, this is 
this is an interpretation. Um, it's one of those things that I know. I know that everybody wants my man. That if mm-hmm. you believe me, I could easily be replaced. Not with the same quality, but I can be replaced. Now, can mm-hmm. I say that in the same context of is another man going to want me? Now, it is nice to be to be wanted, to be noticed. To, but I think a lot of men, especially, took this as a gate opener to. And I got into a nice little debate on Facebook <laughs> because one thing that was consistent with a lot of these men was, see, this is the reason why, and then it was followed by whatever. And it was like y'all took this, and, and this was the plethora. And a multitude of built up whatever, and boom, I got it. All I needed was one opportunity to sit there and say, This is the reason why I am the way that I am. This is the reason because women are ungrateful. She never disrespected her marriage. She said on so many levels that she was so appreciative and loved him and had such affection for him. However, yeah. a lot of people took this in a sense that she's disrespected her marriage. She didn't invite anybody to sit there and say, jump in my DM. Even the women around her said, no, you have, you have, it's your, your, what did they say? Your um, radar is off. You know, mm-hmm. these men want you. They want you, not in the same context. And, and I think that's one of those things that, she knows that the next man is not going to be able to give her these things. It's not that she plans on venturing off or anything like that because in the reality is we know what we have. Mm-hmm. I know that I'm not going to get quality in what I need from the next. You know, mm-hmm. they have a balance to their relationship. Um, do I think that she was saying it allows her to have her own identity? I think it's an insecurity. Mm-hmm. Because then she's feeling less attractive. You know, mm-hmm. it's like you're my husband. You're supposed to think I'm cute. You're supposed to look at me this way. Mm-hmm. Do I think she was sitting there saying, you know, at the same time she was um, trying to trying to put all my thoughts together. So she was referring to her earlier stage of all these these women wanting him. So he needs to know how to feel. No, I I mean honestly, I respect you guys' opinion, but that's just not how I took it. I took it as if this is all I had, then what's next? Whereas if this is all he had, he has all of this stuff. He has all of these women that, again, they can't fill into the quality of what I provide, but he has. Mm-hmm. So I have to deal with that. I was so shocked about the little comment that she made about the woman that she said the woman opened the door and got in the car with them. Mm-hmm. Told her, you know what you signed up for. She she may say made such a real statement because she said, No, I didn't. Because I think people fail to realize that she was with this man before he was this national star. So she was riding with her man without knowing the full context of what comes with it. You know, and you gotta respect somebody like that because I probably would have, and I know they, you know, spoke about anxiety on it, but I would have such a rage because it's mm-hmm. not about him shutting you down because at the end mm-hmm. of the day ladies we can all agree that if we were that friendly because we have some friendly men you know that mm-hmm. do have their blinders on that oh I'm just being nice but at the end of the day if we were just that friendly and we're just being nice we are labeled hoes we're labeled mm-hmm. gold diggers we are labeled to be out to get something and it could just be a really friendly genuine conversation and I think a lot of people need to look at all 30 minutes of the actual interview to take it off mm-hmm. in because there's so much value that was there. And it was like, this is what women have to deal with standing behind their man or standing to the side of their man. You know? Yeah. Well, can yeah. I just say yeah. that the topic of the show is called Speaking Our Truth, right? Right. Yeah. But, it, but it's what's crazy to me is why is everything a debate? Why does everything have to be talked about? First of all, if you listen to, if you have an open mind, you can hear what people aren't saying most Mm -hmm. of the time, right? Mm -hmm. So how did that comment she made blow up into all of this? And what she said was so so innocent. Like how does somebody sit there and watch that and be like, 
Oh my gosh, no, she oh, didn't. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what, Tam? But the thing about it is, like I said, the show is called Speaking Our Truth. That's why people don't open up. That's why people don't say anything. Exactly. Over there on the side, waiting to jump on you, no matter what you say. Mm-hmm. And that's down and everything is crazy the way it is. You because know what, Tam? And that woman should be jumped on like that for what she said. And it was so innocent. And it blew into to all of this. Exactly, and you know what, Tan? Then you and you said the basically what you know what I was gonna say is just that that's the reason why no one speaks their truth. And, and just to answer your question, we are in this social media age where everybody is a keyboard thug. I sit behind here. I have the open access to say and tell you and say anything and do anything. Say anything, well, not do anything, but you know, say anything to you about how I feel, and then it becomes the truth. Like people feel like how they feel is the truth. No, it's her truth and how she feels mm-hmm. because this is her relationship with her husband mm-hmm. and her internal feelings. And like you said, this is the reason why people don't speak out. We talk about mental health and mental illness. So str- it's so rampant this day. Like people are having so many problems mentally because they're actually not able to express themselves because they're ridiculed on every end. And so you have a situation where you have this woman who is actually being completely upfront and open about everything she's feeling concerning herself, concerning her marriage, and she gets attacked for how she's feeling. She never said she wanted to step out on her husband and that she wanted male attention. She said she was literally talking about how she felt. And there is no reason for anybody to attack her for how she felt. And it's good that she talked about how she felt because guess what? That's something that now her and her husband can work out in their marriage. While these people still struggling in their relationships, her and her husband can work it out. Well, so here's my question to you guys. I'm just going to, here's my question to you guys. You know, have you ever found yourself, and this is for the listeners too, have you ever found yourself reframing from speaking your truth because of the perception that someone may have on you. I think yes. a lot of people... I, yes. Girl, say it again. She said it loudly. Yes! yes. That's Listen. Yes. We're talking about celebrities right now, but I'm going to break it down to everyday people, right? And mm-hmm. I'm use you. I was going to use me, but I'm going to use you, Untame. Okay. You, you're a wife. You're a mother, you're an author, you're a business, right? You have so many things going on in your life that's surrounding everybody, right? Mm -hmm. Even your business, your business is surrounding everybody as well. It's Mm -hmm. not just you. Now, you have to think about sometimes we, we lose ourselves. We feel like we don't have a piece of ourselves. So you as a woman, you might say, you know what? I, I just need a week to myself to go off somewhere. Not to go off nowhere and cheat. Nothing. You just need a week to yourself. No husband. No kids. No business. Just you. Going off alone by yourself, right? Just to feel like you're connecting with your own self, right? And you're not lost in everything else that you're doing. Mm-hmm. But you might be like, I can't tell my husband that because he's going to feel like, oh, I just want to get away from him. Or my kids will be like, well, why you got to do this? You know, they won't understand that. No, it has nothing to do with you. <laughs> I'm not trying to get away from you. I, I don't love you. I just need this for me. For me. And just absolutely. Myself. And people don't understand. So it's a lot of people in relationships that are feeling that way. That feel like they just need to break away for a second. But they feel like they can't even talk to their partner. Because the backlash is going to come. Why you need to get away from me? Like, like, what did I? No, you're missing a point. It has nothing to do with that. I just want to connect with me and just be me, me, for myself for a week. Why? And and I just want to add on to even what you just said. You know, it's a piggyback off. I mean, because she's right, and all of us have actually, you know, been in that position where we were like, okay, we refrain from saying how we feel 
for one reason or another and yes that does happen like you know there are times when I'm just like you know what I don't want to deal I'm just sick and tired but you can't tell you know you don't want to tell your spouse that you don't want to tell your kids that because you don't want to make them feel unloved but even you know in business you know in you know in business itself in relationships I mean even in friendship it's applies so much to everything because me you know I'm author and and I have a little bit more leeway as an author to say <laughs> some things that I want to say because people chuck it up so I'm chucking it up but I also have this other stuff where I'm also a business I'm a brand I have untamed publishing mm. so I can't always act the fool or clown or say the first thing that's on my mind to people because of the fact that it can damage my reputation as a businesswoman and it will damage my reputation for my business so there are times when I'm approached sideways in business and I want to be like mother look take me there <laughs> and like, who the hell? You know, there are times when you want to tell people who the hell you think you're talking to. You know, or who the hell you think you're coming at? Like, and you have to back up, and you have to, you know, recenter yourself and say what you want to say. Now, the benefit to that is that generally, when it comes to business, you know, our friends, you you have the you have your family, and you have your other friends who you can go to and keep it real with. You can keep it one hundred and say, look, this is what happened to get that bent off. But then when it's personal, when it's in your family, you don't always have that because it's like you don't want to go. You might not want to share that with your friends and say, this is how I'm feeling inside of my marriage. Because you have some friends who might come back and say, um, well, you got a good husband. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know what you what you talking about. You crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So the judgment starts. And so we go back into the shell where we're like, I don't want to talk about it to nobody. So we hold it in. And it kind of goes back to what, you know, the whole situation with Aisha Curry. She was just talking and telling her truth. And she was literally attacked. I mean, still getting attacked, still getting slammed. And but we tell people all the time you need to talk about things. You need, you need to be one of the chest. You need to <laughs> get it off your chest. You but can I be- say, with that too? That's one. That's a big reason why I don't like having conversations with a lot of people. And this is mm-hmm. the God truth because people like to talk, to hear themselves talk, and get their point across, and they don't talk with an open mind to see other point of views. So that's why I'm not a big talk. When I see people talking like that, I just sit back and shut up. I'm like, because you know what? I could break you down right now, but I'm not. (laughs) I I really have to reframe myself because I'm not one of those people like to just hear my voice and talk just to be talking and just, you know, the debate, just the debate. That's not me. And there are people in the world who are like that. So when I see it, it turns me off instantly and that's what people are doing especially with the social media they just want to put their two cents in and talk whether it's truth or not and i'm like you look like an idiot like shut the fuck up i'm sorry shut up you look like an idiot oh shit and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah the, the talk 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 and got a comment on everything somebody says and and does without even knowing the full facts about something it's such a turn off to me like, just shut up sometimes. Listen. Like, listen to understand sometimes. Don't just listen to reply. Like, come on, people. Y'all most definitely. I agree with I, I agree with both ladies so strongly. Um, I, I'm a conf, um, confrontational person. I really am. Not in a, in a negative type of way. I'm just one of those that, honestly, if you have a problem, speak it. I'm not one of those that I'm, I'm definitely not all about social media. I'm definitely not one of those that makes sub, you know, you make big subliminal posts and it's just like, motherfucker, you got their number. Sorry if we're not cussing. I didn't get that memo. So anyway, so, uh, I, I'm not big on that, especially if you have an issue with somebody that you can directly take it to, because it's one of those things that it's going to turn out one or two ways. Either way it goes, either we're going to continue to not to talk, Oh, we're going to figure out what's going on. Um, my whole thing about, you know, no, I don't like people to, and you can identify those that 
talk just to hear them talk. You know, you can identify those. Why? Because they stay in those same situations. It was like you, you just wanted to talk. That was it. You wanted to stay in that same situation so you continue to have something to quote unquote vent about. And it's just like you ain't got nothing about work that you want to talk about. Like nothing like that. But I'm definitely one of those that if it's bothering me, if I address it once and it continues, I'm done with it. That's that's it. With um, Curry, with the whole Curry family, first of all, them ladies. Like, that's a powerful thing in itself. But, mm-hmm. like, okay, but one of the things, like, I put on, I had put on Facebook, it was on, everybody wants you to be real until... And that's the right there. Just stop right there. It's an until. That until point. Like that's my friend. She keeps it real until she hear, she tells you something that you don't want to hear, but needs to. Hear. You know. And it's one of those things that oh, she's got to get the last word in. And it's well, that was good until you wanted the last word. You know. Yeah. And it's that until part that I think a lot of people is become. The whole, oh, I got an opinion. It's okay to be opinionated. Nobody's saying stifle your opinion. Everybody's just sitting there saying, though, that there is a way to really handle it. If you had a misunderstanding about the whole context of it, why not be open-minded to understand, okay, yeah, that's where you're coming from. If you had a problem with it, like a genuine problem, then okay, there's a way to talk about it. But to bash somebody to make you feel better about your personal issues... Mm-hmm. See, that's why that's when you know somebody's really avoiding their damn truth. It's like, dude, it ain't about all these quote unquote trifling women out here. It's about how trifling you really are. That's why I don't that's why I don't have a girlfriend. No, at the end of the day, the reason why you ain't got a girlfriend is because you're trifling. But that's <laughs> you don't want to face that truth. You know, that's <laughs> your truth that you don't want to live in. Mental health issues is very real. I support the whole identifying, going to therapy and things of that nature. But you will continue to go to therapy, take medication until you identify what your truth is. Live in it. If you a hoe, be a hoe. If you, if, if, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, sorry. I got on a little tangent. But at the end of the day, if you really genuinely live in your truth, there is no reason why, like, you should be Mary Poppins whenever you wake up. If you were yeah. living in your complete truth. But because like none of us are perfect, right? Nobody. No, no. If you trying to act like your shit don't say you, you a damn lie. <laughs> you done don't like about ourselves. Whatever. Here's the problem: is if are you mature enough to check your own damn self? Because that's where it starts. Can yeah. you check your own damn self and be like, you know what? I was wrong. That that was wrong how I approached that. People can't do that. People will refuse to admit that they're wrong. Instead of because you here's my thing. I'm gonna have so much more respect for you if you come at me a certain way and be like, you know what? I handled that all wrong. I, I apologize for that. I'm gonna respect you more versus you being like, no, I wasn't wrong. I said what I said. I felt it. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Like I'm done with you now. Everybody wanna be right. Like look, everybody can't be right. 2.5, 2.5. Look, and I'ma say this, and y'all cuss if y'all want to. I just said I wasn't trying to cuss because I had just came from church. So I was, <laughs> I, I was feeling the kind of way in my spirit about it. But uh, anyway, look, but then Tab, like you said. I had a post the other day that said, I will apologize all day long for how I said something. Mm-hmm. I know my approach can be horrible at times. I know me. I know my approach can be horrible. I know I can, like, sometimes my- I check myself and be like, you know what? No, I shouldn't have said that or I shouldn't have said it that way. I apologize. If I'm wrong, I have no problem saying I'm wrong. Look, and then I was like, but the second half was like, but uh, I ain't gonna apologize for what I said. I meant that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but not for what I said. <laughs> all day long, I would but, go to but, and be like, "Man, I shouldn't have said it like that. I meant it, but I shouldn't have said it." I'm gonna respect you for that. I am gonna have nothing but respect for you for that. But you, I'm telling you. you this is how I felt like now look I apologize for my tone and how I came about it but what I said <laughs> is what I said be up here talking about I apologize for that 
I didn't mean to call you a bitch so hard. So what I meant to say is bitch. Okay, look. <laughs> you know, the way I said it. <laughs> I still believe you're a bitch, but it was the way I said it. I'm sorry. This is the way I said it. I didn't mean to say bitch. I meant to say bitch. Look. Let me tell you. Yeah, you know. And the thing about it is, one thing that I can say about the three of us, and and I love that, and I love that about the majority of my friends. And I think because certain type of energies attract certain type of energies. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I one thing I love is that even though we may mean what we say, we all have a very openness to us. Like we're very forward thinking. We are able to look at stuff from a different point of view before we actually formulate a final opinion about it and then be like, now it may come out hard, but you know, at the same time, <laughs> it, by the time we say it, oh, we definitely meant that, but we, <laughs> mean, we meant it from the perspective of we're not judging. This is how we feel. This is how, you know, we saw it. I see what you're saying, but this is how, I, you know, how I see it. And I'm not saying that you're wrong. But this is just, you know, my opinion. But I think, like you said, everybody feels that they need to be right. Like, they they want, you know, they want to be right about Aisha wanted male attention. She said, I don't want male attention. You can't change what she said or how she felt just because that's how you saw it. And you shouldn't be telling her. The truth. Like, come on, man. Yeah, and then what really killed me was that it was the men. Like, the men were really, I mean, they really jumped on that bandwagon. They jumped so, like Z said, they jumped so fast on it. because I'm telling like, you, they were basketball players themselves. They jumped on it like, oh, this man got all of this, and she's still not satisfied. Okay, but let me tell you something. Um, forever in a day, as long as I've known, the most people who have committed suicide, now it's on the rise of everyday people, but the most people who were generally committed suicide was the person you looked at who you thought had everything. You better say that right there. That is so, so very true. The person who had the infamy, the person who had the money, the person who had the, you know, the connections, the person who looked like they were living their best life and you pick up the newspaper or you pick, you turn on the TV and they shot themselves and killed themselves. And they did, they hung themselves. They did all of these different things. You're like, well, why? But then you attack someone who's in that same position for speaking her truth rather than holding it in and then going and killing herself. And then you're looking at her like, well, why did she do it? She, she had the person. Yes. She should have just said how she was feeling. Well, she did. Mm-hmm. And you attacked her for it. So we need to stop being so judgmental because at the end of the day, there are things, like you said, Tam, that in our own life that we are not happy with, that we are not dealing with, that we are not facing. And a lot of people attacking other people and judging other people simply because they're not happy in their own life. I tend to think that a lot of people who were really attacking her were more so jealous. It came out of a place of jealousy because it's almost a how dare you feel this way when you have this famous husband and this right there you go lifestyle is all she's got to be ungrateful because she's complaining she's got to be ungrateful because she's complaining uh we have to understand as people we change we grow like you know you have people like um look at jada Pinkett and um steph's mom like they like steph's mom she said they've been married what 31 years so like they have been like they're that's a lifetime Really, 31 years is a lifetime, right? So you have to understand people change and they grow. Who you met and marry at 18 is not going to be the same at 30. They're not going to be the same at 40. We grow. Things that we want in life, our expectations change. You know what I mean? And we have to understand that and stop bashing people because we change a little bit or we want a little something different sometimes. And diff- and that doesn't mean that it's bad or it doesn't mean that you don't love what you already have. You know, so why are we bashing people for growing a little bit? That's how we're humans. That's what we were born to do. We were born to grow, not get to the age of 20 and be stuck and set in our ways. And that's it. You know, you have to expand your minds, people, and stop with this caging everything in and boxing it in like, this is what it is. Don't deviate outside of that because you're stupid if you do. And I feel like, and I felt like that's what she was saying. Like she's changing, or she just wanted something for herself. 
she got bashed simply for saying that. But who you got to remember, like I said, who you are at the age of 18 is not going to be who you are at the age of 30. You right. You can love macaroni cheese from the day you born up until the age of 18. At the age of 30, you might be like, I can't stand I mean, that's life. Come on. We change, we grow, we have different perspective on things. And to to bash other people for having these feelings, it's just wrong. Yeah, I'm that's with what? you on that. Because, honey, let me tell you something. I ain't like lima beans until I turned, like, 35, so. <laughs> let me tell you. I can't stand peanut butter and jelly, and that's all I ate as a kid. Can't stand the shit now. So. <laughs> but it is. <laughs> that's life. We change and we grow. And that's why a lot of people, they don't want to speak their truth. We don't want to speak our truth because of the backlash that's going to come with it. And you know what? I want to say this. I want to add this this one one more point to this that I actually brought up to one of my male cousins. He's um, 20, I think he just turned 21. And he was really, you know, kind of going in on Aisha and saying that she shouldn't want. And so I pretty much told him the same thing I was telling him. And so then finally, you know, he was kind of going back and forth with me. Uh, and I, I said, well, look, it's like this. I said, let's, let's take our opinions out of this. And let's focus on just her, herself. I said, you never know why she said what she said internally. I said, we can all speculate, okay? But we never know why she said what she said. But she said how she felt. I said, so why are we attacking her about how she felt? I said, but let me tell you one other thing. I said, let's all sit back for a moment and go back to this. It's always said we don't ever know what a person is going through. I said she not too long had a baby. Have y'all thought maybe she was going through postpartum depression? Mm-hmm. I said you know she's had her she had her um her boobs done and she don't like the boob job because she was trying to get her body back to the way it was pre-child. Let I said that's what you have to understand. See y'all are taking everything at surface level. I said what she's going through might not even have to do anything with Steph, the other women. It might just simply be internally she's not feeling. That's what or I was she, or she doesn't. I said you know we can speculate about the other stuff and that's debatable. You know and it's it's like okay this is what I said but the bashing part I said. On the other side of this thing, she might be truly dealing with a mental type of depression. And I read an article that said she actually did have postpartum depression after her son. So I'm like, you know, that simply could have been in all of this in tall sincerity entirety was that that response was a postpartum depression response. And that's because that's how she was feeling about herself. And her, like you said, the heart insecurities. And you know, we, you know, we can debate. And I think that all of these are very good, good points and great points to bring up in her defense, in defense of anyone who wants to speak their truth about how they're feeling. But we also have to be very cognizant that at the end of the day, we just absolutely never know what a person is internally dealing with. And that is why, you know, we all touched on it and said it, the mental health part of it it was good that she did this for the mental health part of it and if we can stop shutting people down we would see a decrease in suicides and people just being lonely or being violent towards each other because people have real issues that they're dealing with and if they can find a positive way to have an outlet for that this world would be a much better place I agree. and that's just the truth Look, look at that, um, Robin Williams. You know what I mean? Committing suicide. Mm. You look at him from the outside like this man is an actor. He's a comedian. All he did was make us laugh. You know, every time you saw him, he was smiling. He's happy. He's like, how did it go from that to him committing suicide? Because he was battling with things he couldn't talk to people about. He probably felt like. But on the outside, we're looking at it like, oh, he's happy. He's Robin Williams. He's this. He's but okay, there's, there's something deeper to that too. He's still a person. Clearly, he was dealing with something. He was dealing with something deep enough to the fact that he had to take his whole life. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I mean, and people can be fully functioning and going through things, you know. And this to me, this, this he was, right. 
this topic is so deep for me because for me personally as a mom my daughter went through a bout of depression you know that's something I've never shared but she went through a bout of depression my daughter was getting straight A's in school she was involved in sports she was involved in church she was going through a bout of depression that's something as a family that we had to deal with with her and we can look at her all day long and say well why are you so sad and why do you feel this way about yourself when you got all this going on and if that person doesn't see it because they have to deal with whatever issues are internal nothing that you say from the outside is going to make a difference Mm -hmm. you have to get to the root of what the problem was and so we did that and so she's a lot better for it now she's a lot more mentally healthy for it now but I can totally get and I totally it from as someone who had to deal with it from the, from a personal perspective on the outside I completely understand when you say Rob, we're looking at Robin Williams and we're wondering how and it's simply because regardless of how anybody else sees him if he doesn't if he him not seeing it for himself that he was loved and that he loved himself first and that he could deal with it if he didn't you know and he wasn't getting that help I understand exactly where it came from and that's why I am so adamant about not bashing people about telling how they feel because regardless if we like it or we don't it's how they feel you can't mm-hmm. tell someone how to feel yes yes right there mm-hmm. you can't tell so you ladies we are tell somebody will say you know what you said bothered me what you said hurt no it did what I'm doing you, you can't tell me how I felt about what you said or did to me you can't tell me I don't feel right. this way because of what you did. Like, and you have people who do that all day long. Well, that's not what I did. That is what you. Okay, whatever. And, and the fallback is, well, I didn't say it like that, or I didn't mean it like that. Yeah, you didn't. You, you took it the said, wrong way. You took it the wrong way. That's fine, but I still took it the wrong way, and so it made me feel this way. So it's and like just brush it off instead of acknowledging. Okay, if I said it that way and it made you feel like that, you know, I apologize. They just want to brush it off, like, nah, that's that's not how it, that's not how it happened. Okay, and now I know I gotta cut you off, right? <laughs> <My dad>. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Tabitha became the cut off queen tonight. <laughs> you done cut off. Look, you done cut off. You up to 89% of the population now. <laughs> you done cut off 89% of the population in, in one show. <laughs> now I got to cut y'all. Got to cut y'all. You got to go. <laughs> well, you ladies, we are up almost to an hour. So what I want to do at this time, and I think this is something um, that I think is unique for us i want you guys to speak your truth whatever it is that you got to say whether it's to me to somebody else or just about yourself and you want something that you need to release we want to hear it get it off your chest say it with your chest (laughs) well i'll start i could say um recently and i i told you about it untamed recently i went through depression and people will look from the outside looking in think like how why like you know people look at it like oh she got a husband that works hard for her she don't have to you know work her job anymore he allows her to have her own business she lives in a nice house she doesn't have to worry about anything but that's, that's not my whole life you know what I mean and things happen that make you feel a certain way and I dealt with depression and I'm I'm I kind of feel like I'm on the outskirts of it now, but it's real. And that's something like people don't like to talk about, but I'm going to just go ahead and put it out there. Like I felt I'm feeling unfulfilled right now, but all that I have going on, I'm feeling unfulfilled until I get to that point where I know God wants me to be. I'll probably feel that way. So that's my truth. And if anybody wants to bash me for feeling the way I feel, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck. 
there's ninety five ninety five percent of the population. Well, we love you, Tam, and we appreciate you for sharing. And anytime that you want to talk to me or to V, I am sure yeah, we yes. are here to listen to you and not to judge, but to honestly listen and any help that we can provide, we are always here for you. Thank you so much. And I know that. (laughs) (laughs) You ladies have been tried and true since the first time we connected online. Your colors never changed. I love you both dearly. I know if I need you, you're a phone call away and your hearts are as big as the ocean. I love both of you. Well, Miss V, what you want to get off your chest? Um, well, since we're being that transparent, yes. So, <laughs> here lately, of course, I've been dealing with a lot of anxiety. Um, a lot of people don't know I am a single mother. By no means does that take away from anything that I have going on. It is not an excuse. It is not anything. It's just another entity of me. Um, so, unfortunately, I was been dealing with a lot of anxiety between work and just daily life and issues going on um and of course some schedule goes to the doctor because um the reality is is that as as i said earlier in the show i'm a big believer of therapy um and understanding identifying issues and problems and where we can go about you know how we can help how we can move on um I'm big on identifying things. So with that, I don't want it to, you know, be one of those things that it might be depression. I know for Mm -hmm. a fact that um, I will probably go and they'll probably put me on medication for anxiety. Um, But that's Mm -hmm. that'll be what it is. It is better than me flipping out or crawling up under my desk and nobody being able to find me. Um, The reality of the situation is, is at the end of the day. I know that I am a not prideful person, but I'm a very um, loyal and genuine person. So I don't take um, I don't take no lightly. And the reason why is because I'm one of those individuals that it takes me a lot to ask anybody for anything. So small things that may not mean anything to anybody else, like, oh, she just simply didn't show up. She was busy or whatever. That's big for me because I am so big on um, self-help that I don't know what it's like to really have to depend on others. So I, I have a big anxiety. I think I'm pretty sure that's what's causing the majority of my anxiety because I'm facing the reality that I will have to depend on somebody else. So that is my truth. Am I dealing with it? I've cried. I've woke up in the morning and I've cried. I've laughed at times it's probably inappropriate. I've snapped out at times that I don't feel like I should have snapped out. But anyway, again, it's a self-reflection. And those are the moods and things and like that that I have to go through. I have to allow myself to live in that moment of my truth in order to move on. Mm-hmm. So I definitely encourage everybody, anybody that's listening to this, if you have to cry, if you have to cuss, if you have to spaz out, if you have to drop to your knees in the middle of the floor and pray do that because you need to live in your truth and your truth may change from moment to moment and that's okay Mm. and can I just quickly say V that the fact that um, you spoke on it you're already on the road to healing because you didn't have to speak on it it's like I didn't have to speak on what I had to say so you're already on the road to healing I know you're going through steps and everything but the fact that you can even open your mouth to say it on a broadcast like this you're already ahead of the game. And I, I appreciate that acknowledgement. I thank you. Yeah, you know, and I want everybody to know it's important. We don't think mm-hmm. that we need, it's not about validation. It's about mm-hmm. support. You like to know that people relate to you or you not like to know that somebody is there for you. Don't coddle me. Don't, mm-hmm. you know, get me out of that place. You can't be on the level that I'm on and then expect somebody, somebody got to be higher because you got to lift right. me up. Right. Right. And just, you know, to add to what Tam said, like I said, you are on the right path. And again, any help that either one of us can offer you, you know, we are here for you. Mm-hmm. If it ain't nothing but just for you to vent and say it with your chest in a real, real way, you know, we are here for you for that. <laughs> <laughs> Love you guys. 
Well, well, for me, I I got one thing off my chest already when I spoke about my daughter. So that was my one of my personal things that I'll say. Mine, um, I'm just gonna say in regards to to business, and I am. It is no lie <laughs> that, and I am very grateful for all of the strides I've made as an author. Um, with every all the successes that have been coming my way, but my I have a true anxiety as they start to come into fruition or getting closer to it about <laughs> continuing to be successful. You know, I'm worried about that. So, especially because I'm under a major publisher, I am concerned. Like, oh my God, is this really going to happen? You know, is it going? I hope it doesn't flop. You know, because on the outside, of, you know, on the surface level people are just saying oh she just wants to be successful as an author but uh yeah this is full time for me yeah I don't work <laughs> so I need for I need for this to take off because I got three children to take care of one going to college one going to college next year and one is gonna be with me for the next five six years until he go and do whatever his his heart desires so for me it's more about sustaining a life for my family so I'm very anxious about that and you know I pray about it and I'm like oh you know I hope this doesn't you know there's a flop but even with all the blessings that I have in getting getting to it I want to go higher with it (laughs) more than just more than just for the clout to say oh I have this oh I hate that word Uh, about that because everybody feels like you clout chasing when you say certain things like oh, oh, ah! yeah. oh they feel like you clock chasing when you say something and it's not even about any of that it's basically just about me being able to maintain and sustain for my family and so that is what i am more anxious about and then i just put that out there and, and it's the same for me i i understand it exactly what you're saying like me um i i left my job that i was at for 16 years to do my business so you know, I want to be able to um, support my family as well. Like, I don't want to just have a business and not go anywhere. You know, I want right. my be able to support myself, my family, you know, and to carry on a legacy. So I get it. And it will make you anxious and everything else. And I think that's part of why I was feeling the way I was feeling. And at the same time, I'm not going to let anyone tell me or allow me to dumb myself down so they can feel better. That's why I recently put up a post and said, I forgot what I said now, but it was recent. <laughs> the last couple of days, I said something about, yeah, I'm dope. Yeah, I said it. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to dumb myself down because I can do all these things and people probably looking at me like, oh, she could do this now. She could do that. That's just me. It has nothing to do with that. That is me. And I feel like sometimes I have to dumb myself down because it makes other people feel like, well, who am I? What can I do? That's not what my existence is about. Mm-hmm. You know, you author in a business just because you want to be successful in your business. You know, other people are going to look at you like, like, who do you think she is? Untamed publishing, trying to do this, trying to do that. Well, I'm living in my truth. I'm living in my path, what I'm passionate about. And don't ever let anyone make you feel like, oh, I'm not going to talk about what I have going on or what just happened for me that's good because it's going to make them feel bad well that's their problem that's not your mm-hmm. problem absolutely I appreciate that word of encouragement or you hey say it with your chest this happened like yeah because you worked hard for that it, it's not no fly you know fly by night type of thing you worked hard for it so yes, you're gonna open up, you're gonna speak on it, you're gonna be happy about it. And whoever is around you is not happy for you, that's their problem. <laughs> <laughs> that's their problem. And that's it. And, and that's the end. <laughs> that's it. But you guys, I know we normally um I normally attach a book to the topic, but the topic was just really the topic tonight. But I did. <laughs> go and look and I said well let me see because I know I, I got some books that apply to what we're talking about and I have one 
that it well actually three that I want to just mention one is called be unapologetically you a self-love guide for women of color by Adeline Bird and it is a very long synopsis but I would just simply say it is about self-love and it starts off self-love is underrated and so she basically is just talking to women of color about how to get back to loving yourself and the second book I want to highlight for the readers to pick up is one of our all of our good good friends. Her name is Miss Keisha Townsend. Hey. She, <laughs> yes, she wrote a book called Back to Me Cafe, An Intimate Journey to Self. Now, this is a very short synopsis, so I'm going to read it. It's called Back to Me Cafe. It's a powerful yet serene escape unto you. A place where you can laugh, cry, reflect, detox, and learn to let go. A place where you can cast your fears aside so that you can learn how to truly begin to live life and not exist in it. And um, for her book, I love it because she also has this place where she does like little activities or reflection notes and it's about self-care you know the first book is more about self-love the second book is about self-care and I really enjoyed the book um you know she she was declining untamed publishing and when she was actually getting ready to release the book and I even even in her writing the book I had to, there were certain sections where I really had to force her to dig deep because she didn't even want to. She she wanted to just mention it and touch on it and go on. I said, no, you're going to bless somebody if you say this. So she, she dug deep. She called me her doula. And so <laughs> it has really blessed a lot of people and definitely blessed her, definitely blessed me. Like I was in tears reading her story because she relates her story to different aspects of life to get you to self-care through those different journeys that she went through. And so it's a great book. You guys pick it up. And also, I just want to say this. Um, the last book is not truly something that's about, you know, just your inner self. It is the poetry book that I wrote called This Side of Heaven, A Poetic Journey of Strength and Survival. Although it is dedicated to my family because I lost my mom, my daughter, and my cousin in a car accident, it's a lot of grief that I had to get back, that I had to get through to get back to myself. And grief is not always in the loss of a person. It could be in the loss of a relationship, a loss of yourself, a loss of, you know, of anything. We grieve through a lot of different things, not just the loss of a person or a loved one. You know, so... If you guys want to get that novel, it is a great self-healing, self-motivation. Um, poems are in there. My good sister, Miss Timeless V, contributed <laughs> poetry work in it as well as Lady P. Yes, she did. And those poems were fight. Like, honey, let me tell you something. If you are down, you, you will be automatically lifted up when you read it. And um, also Lady J Flavor. She actually added content poetry to this book as well. She is a phenomenal poet and spoken word artist. So definitely in that book is 100% proceeds go to mothers against drunk driving. So I don't even profit off of it. I just, my way of giving back and leaving a legacy for my family. But it's also a very healing, healing book. So Regard, I just wanted to touch on different aspects of self-love and just loving yourself and getting back to you, getting back to yourself for all the listeners out here tonight. And we are going to wind it down because we have been going for over an hour. I feel like this is something that we definitely need to just come back to because it is so, you know, this is such a great topic. It really truly is. But you ladies i have loved every second every morsel of tonight's show as always conversation was hot and funny and i just appreciate you guys each and every time we meet together and i miss y'all when we away (laughs) i I wish we could do this every day but we all got lives and we got security bags so You guys, give out your your social media information, how the listeners can get in contact with you. Uh, I just want to say again, um, great show tonight, Untamed. And I want all the listeners to take away from this to speak your truth. 
And the truth may hurt sometimes, but you have to speak it anyway. Because why keep it in to hurt yourself? Mm. Speak your truth and keep it real. I am Poetic Designs, Miss PD. You can find me on Instagram, Poetic Designs 1. All right. And Miss Timeless V? Huh? We lost V. We lost V! Oh, my goodness. Well, I'm going to shout out her information. Miss Timeless V. You can find her on Instagram at Timeless Everything. And on Twitter at SoulSister underscore 101. That's Soul, S-O-U-L, Sister, S-T-S-T-A underscore 101. And for myself, I am at Author Untamed on Instagram, Facebook, and on Twitter. And please follow Untamed Publishing Podcast at anchor.fm forward slash Untamed Publishing. Also streaming on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, a bunch of different other places. This is Untamed Publishing is there actually. And um, this actual podcast is streaming in all the same places. So it's about 10 different streaming networks. So if you don't know, I'm everywhere. I'm everywhere. And if you want to give us some money, you know, some money, we like some little coins. So if you want to, like, we like the money. How many? We like you. We like the money. Look, I like, I like all the monies. I can't never hit this lotto, but (laughs) all the monies, (laughs) all the monies. Look, help me so I can help you. Let me try that way. How person can help you? Give her the money. Give me, give me the cairns. Give me the cairns. <laughs> so if you want to give us the cairns, you can go to the main. To the main. Can you get it out there? To the main page. You thought it was going to be a Just put nail button. Click the nail button. You see the button. Click the button. Click the button. Good night. Good night. <laughs> hey, fuck.